Fuck what they talk about. I've been getting my cake and running wild since a little child. Yeah. Getting it every day, I'm working sun up till the sun down. Yeah. I'm getting it every day, these niggas hating, trying to see how I do this shit. Bitch, I'm not new. What's up, guys? This is Jake Carlisle, and welcome to the Capital Gains Podcast, where we share our experiences on how to flip and invest in real estate, the stock market, and all things fitness. Join us as we dive deep into the world of self-development and get ready to make some capital gains. Hey, guys. I am joined by Chad tonight. And, well, actually, I guess it would be morning when this is released, but it is night right now. Um, we wanted to talk to you all tonight about, I guess, how we do business. Uh, more or less on a specific deal, but um, we wanted to tell y'all how we do business ethically um, and just just really wanting to help people. So I'll let Chad take the take the reins on this one for now, and we'll uh, we'll talk about it. Cool. Yeah. So I guess we'll start from the the very beginning of specific deal, and the way we got into this one was um, I was working for the plumbing company still. I went out there and the first thing I noticed was cracks in the walls. Um, it was a very nice house, you know, sweet older couple. They've lived there for like 50 years and they had a plumbing issue. And I did my due diligence on the plumbing end of it, found out that they have a broken pipe underneath the house, which was most likely caused by the foundation issues because it's pretty significant. And so I just explained all that to them um, about the whole process of in a case like that, you really don't want to fix the plumbing until you fix the foundation because it can just be a reoccurring thing. And fixing that specific issue isn't cheap. And then, so there was that, they had a couple other issues and we just got to talking because with, with my plumbing job, I prim primarily did sales and I was pretty good at it. And the way that I tried to handle it is I, I just try to be friendly, build a relationship and people, I feel like people just, they just, they trust me. So um, with this case, we got to talking and they mentioned that their family's in Mississippi, yada, yada. And I just, I tell everybody that, you know, I own a business that um, flips houses. I tell every single customer because you never know what could come out of it. And with this one, you know, I just told them that they thought about selling. And I was like, well, why don't you sell now? The market's hot. You're going to get top dollar. And one thing led to another and they didn't want to deal with the realtor. So long story short, we gave them a cash offer that we agreed on. And those, that couple literally loves Jake and I, because we, we walked them through it. We're, we're going there tomorrow to sign the stuff in person because they don't want to have to drive and deal with anything. So we're bringing the paperwork to them. We offered to sell their appliances for them on Facebook because it's an older couple. We offered to help them move some of the heavier stuff out because all of their family is in Mississippi. And we literally just offered everything to them to help them. And with all of that, it was just a win-win situation because we got a good deal on a house and they got to sell it, cash out and not have to deal with realtors and got their appliances and all of that sold. And I guess with all that being said, it's not to basically just explain our deal to y'all, but it's basically to just, you know, put light on how we try to do business with wholesaling and buying houses because, you know, there's a kind of a bad stigma on quote unquote wholesalers because a lot of these wholesalers are grimy and they just come in and all they're trying to do is lowball you and get a cheap ass deal so they can sell it and make money. And I mean, that's what we're trying to do. You know, we're trying to get a good deal. 
but we sit down, like when we explain to them, we're like, look, you can put this on the market and you know, you might get X amount, but by the time you pay all the fees, all the realtor stuff, it's going to come out. This is what you're going to be taking home. And that's about the same thing that, that they made off of us just because we educated and explained that to them. And like I said, with all that being said, that's just, that's how we try to operate. And that's, that's a, I think a, one of the better ways to handle business, because if you build relationships and you help somebody out like that, that's going to, it's going to organically grow because I promise you, if they hear from somebody in Brenham or college station that wants to sell a house, I bet you they will send our number and refer us. Yep. So, yeah, we, uh, we really do believe in doing it ethically and, and, and really just helping the customer or I guess the, the homeowner, um, we don't really, at least I don't, I mean, obviously I'm going in there saying, oh, you know, maybe I can buy this house for this price. But I think at the very beginning, I'm saying, hey, um, you know, what's, what's your reason for selling? Okay. Um, why haven't you listed it on the market? Okay. Um, you know, what could I help you with in the process? And then usually, you know, once you've got all that out of the way, you know, how can I help you? What's your problem? How can I fix it? Yada, yada, yada. Then you can go talk price. And once you're talking price, but you've fixed all their problems, they're going to be more, much more lenient um, with the price than if you just walk in there and say, Hey, I'll give you 160. Right. If they know that it's worth 200, I'm not going to sell it to you. But if they know it's worth 200, but you're selling their appliances for them and you're making it to where they don't have to drive anywhere to sell their house and you're paying the closing costs and they're just getting a check deposited in their bank account with no effort. Well, I mean, is that worth, right? Uh, listing it with a realtor at 200, getting 20 taken off for realtor fees, having to deal with showings and more time on the market and this and that. Um, to me, not really, you know, like I want peace of mind. I want easy. I want, um, fast. And so that's what we offer. And that's really all, you know, that's just how we do our, our, our business. Um, yeah. And then the, the thing too is, is educating them, you know, go into them, just be like, look in a perfect world if this house didn't have the foundation and the plumbing repairs, you could probably get this amount, but due to these issues, you know, you got to explain that when you do the foundation repairs, they're going to have to come inside and do interior piers, which means you're going to have to replace the flooring. And then you're, then other plumbing could break. And those are all big ticket items. So if you explain all that and tell them you're estimating and shoot them straight, be like, hey, this is probably what it's going to cost us to do that. And then obviously we have to make a profit. So this is how we got that price. So if you explain that and, and you know, on the flip side, Jake and I learned we, we never try to shoot a price first. We try to ask them what they're expecting because I don't want to insult them with a low offer because people, you know, especially in this market, it's a hot market and everybody thinks they have a gold mine. And, you know, like with this older couple, if they would have shot us, if I would have asked them, like, hey, what do you want? Because they own it outright. And they, if they would have said 80,000, I honestly would have told them no. Like, we'll give you 150 because. I just, that, that's not right because that house, they don't know, you know, they don't, they don't get on the internet. They don't know what the house is worth. And if they would have offered it at 80, I wouldn't have even, I wouldn't have took it. I would have offered them a fair price to where we both make money because I mean, at the end of the day on stuff like this, karma's a bitch and 
it, it is a real thing in my opinion. So I think stuff like that goes a long way. Yep. And another big thing for us is we're, we're going to be really transparent. Like when I walked in there and, and told them, Hey, you know, this is what we expect to sell it at. This is, ex this is what we expect to put into it. And then after, um, you know, selling fees, holding fees, whatever, this is what we expect to make. Now, usually we're not going to say all of that, but these were two is an older couple who is moving to Mississippi, who loved us, who honestly could probably care less how much money we make. Um, if we made a hundred grand, they'd probably be like, that is so awesome, sweetie. I, I love that for you. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> but you know, so we're just being really transparent. And, uh, when you walk in there as a 20 year old, I mean, I don't even know if they know I'm 20, but, um, you know, when, when Chad walks in there and is super nice to him, um, uh, when you, most of the kids that they know our age are, are just snobby and don't care, um, you know, it leaves a good taste in their mouth. Uh, and that's that's really all we're trying to do. We're trying to help people. Yeah, and that's like I said, stuff like this. It's you consider it sales, but we really we offered a solution to their problems, and we solved it. And they're happy. We're happy, and that's all you can ask for. Yep, and that's that's the biggest thing that I like. Like I do realize that sales is like they say, sales is life. Um, you know, I, I guess in a way you're always selling yourself. Um, but you know, for when you're selling a service, I, I truly do think that you need to sell something that, that people, um, either really, really want that's going to benefit their life in a great way or something they really need. And so, um, in this case, I, I don't know if they needed a quick cash offer, but they really, really wanted it. Um, and I guess in a, in a way they did need it because they needed help selling the appliances, they needed help signing the documents, they needed help, you know, getting educated and all this stuff. And if I just went in there with a transaction mindset, they would have just said, screw off, you know, I'm not doing it with this because yeah, they're old, but they're not dumb, right? Like they've lived 65 years more than I have. They, they know they've been around the block. <laughs> um, so just going in there with transparency and and really just solving their problem, giving them what they want and need is, is I think the biggest thing to any sale. Yeah. And that's a, that's kind of the other thing, like the stigma with sales is I personally love sales. I've gotten into it through plumbing. And I, I think if I ever got a job with anything, again, it would be sales related. But again, I know a ton of salespeople in the plumbing industry that are probably the most unethical, shitty people I've ever met in my life. And they make a ton of money but almost everyone, their lifestyle is just so, it just, they seem miserable. They, they, they sell like crazy. It's unethical and they lie to people, but it, it just, you know, they make a lot of money, but their lifestyle seems crap. And the way, you know, I've always tried to do it is if, if, if it's something they don't need, I just, you know, yeah, you don't need this. Like you want it, like, I mean, we can do it, but you don't need it. And, th and that goes back to like Jake was saying, like selling something that um, people, people need. And I mean, I feel like, you know, I could go into just about anything and, and succeed in a sales industry, but there's certain things that I could probably go sell and make a shitload of money, but I have no want to do it because I don't believe in it. I, I think it's stupid. I think it's pushing stuff on people and I never want to be a pushy salesman and neither this company doesn't want to be anything pushy. If you don't want it, cool. You know, call me if you do. Simple as that. 
I think the biggest thing on that where you're saying pushy is uh, I think you have to really, if you really truly believe that the product you're selling or the service you're selling is helping um, elevate the, the life of the person you're selling to, then it's probably worth your time to sell it to them. Uh, but if you're having to, like, I know like pers persuasion's part of it, but if you're having to persuade people to um, buy it just because you need to make a sale, um, you know, you're going to make some sales, but I just don't know that you're selling from the best um, foundation that you could be. Because I, I think if you, if you push that sale farther down the road when they actually need it or want it or whatever, or maybe just be nice to them and say, hey, you're really not who I need to be selling to right now. Um, you, you have a good day or whatever. They're going to respect you for that. Well, then when somebody comes around and says, hey, I need that type of service, who are they going to call? They're going to call the guy that respected them and didn't try to push through the door and get a sale. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's the thing. You know, a lot of people say everybody wants to be a closer. And, and I've done well at closing, but you can be a closer without being pushy. Like you can, you know, people, if you take sales, sales classes, they'll learn, you know, people throw up smoke, smoke screens because they don't want to, they don't know the answer, you know, so they're, I got to talk to my wife, this and that. And there's ways that you can work around that. And how would you put it? Like, you know, ask them like, well, can we get her on the phone? You know, let's, let's talk to her together. There's ways you can do it and get around and be a closer without being pushy. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Um, Man, it kind of escapes me now. I don't remember what I was going to say. Um, you keep going. I mean, that's that's really it. It's there's you know, like Jake said, you don't you can persuade somebody because I do believe in sales. There's some people that they just can't make their mind up. Like in plumbing, there's been multiple times where I've I've been you know at somebody's house and we've been out there three or four times. Not me, but like other people, three or four times they have the same issue: water quality. They have a well, water quality is terrible. They need a softener. Like they're literally spending so much money on fixtures, this and that. And they just, the other people just couldn't get them, get them to, to buy it. And, and they needed it. And, you know, I'll go out there and, and I won't be pushy, but I will persuade them. I'll, I'll ask the questions. Why haven't you done this? Like you're literally spending so much money replacing these fixtures when you can just spend you know, an extra thousand dollars and have everything fixed. Like, you know, you can put people on the spot in a nice way and ask why, but again, like me personally, I'm able to do that and be a little bit more persuasive because it's something like, like they genuinely need it. Like they're wasting money by not having it. Yep. And that's, that's upgrading their lifestyle. That's up, upgrading and that's, again, that's, that goes back to selling stuff that you believe in. You know, like I couldn't do that. Like, I, I don't, I really don't think that I could sit there in front of somebody and persuade them and talk to them like that. If I didn't, if I didn't believe it, I couldn't do it. So, yeah, I think what I, was, what I was going to say um, is I think the biggest way, um, and this is, I posted this the other day, I said, problem solvers get paid. And the best example I can say is uh, there's a guy named Brandon Brittingham. I believe he's in Pennsylvania and he's a- What's his name? Brandon Brittingham. He's an Apex. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, Zach Sasser posted about him today in the sales talk group. And he said, uh, you know, most realtors are just kind of fly by, not not really fly by night, but they just don't do the work, right? They'll do yeah, four so. five transactions a year. They'll make 30, 40 grand. They're on the average, right? Well, Brandon has done $58 million in volume this year. So in 10 months, he's done $58 million. And so if he made the basic 3% off that, that was 1.714 million, I think. Um, and let me let me do the math real quick on what if that is a month. 1.714. That oh sorry that that's that's almost 172 thousand dollars a month for the last 10 months, um, which is absolutely insane. Um, and all he does is solve people's problems. He doesn't try to sell them that he's the best to sell their house. Um, or, you know, Hey, I'll sell your house the fastest. Um, but you know, while he can, you know, sell his house, the best sell their house, the fastest, he just problem solves. One of the best examples was he said that there was, it was last week, uh, a lady called him at on Thursday, just terrified because some, someone in her family had died and she was the heir of this property. And she was like, Oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. Like, like I, I have to move and I can't keep up with it. And I like, I'm moving next week. Like it was a, it was a really dire situation. He got it. He got it on Friday or sorry, got it on Thursday and he had them closed Saturday, like sold closed done Saturday because he has the people in place, the network in place and the, the will to solve the problem. And, um, you know, it, it was probably a small transaction. It was a small house. But it's not just the money for him. It is the, I'm going to solve the problem for my client and keep them happy um, because that's just, that's how you make your money, right? He's doing 172 grand in a month, average. $172,000, come on. Like that's, that is like triple of what anybody in the United States is going to make every single year. Like literally, that's ridiculous amount of numbers. And so, that's... I feel like people don't, a lot of people, especially with sales, like people can see if you're desperate, people, people can tell if you're just trying to, to close them on something and make, make an extra buck and people lose track of the long picture or the, you know, the bigger picture. If, you know, you go to somebody's, you know, you're trying to talk to them and it's something, a service or whatever it is that they just, they don't want, like they don't want it right now. It's you're better to just, you know, quit, quit pushing it if they don't want it, but all right, cool. If you don't want that's cool. Um, here's my info. Um, you know, if you don't mind, if, if you know somebody that does refer me, um, if you have any questions, whether it's this or anything else that's plumbing related, just using plumbing, for example, if you have any other questions I can help you with, you know, feel free to reach out like stuff like that. I don't think people realize just step back and try, quit trying to make that dollar right there and think longer term, you know, be a, be a normal human being and be cool with the people and leave a good, um, what's the word? Like reputation. Yeah. Like leave, leave a good impression on them and right. they'll refer you. If you treat them right, they'll refer you to other people and that will make you a lot more in the long run than closing that one little deal right there. Yep. And, and I, like Chad said, um, I guess, and it's weird. I don't, I don't really classify it as a job. Um, I, I, I don't really like the word I, there's, um, let me try to say this right. Um, <sighs> um, 
he said that if he was ever going back and get a job, uh, it would be in sales. It would be in sales, and I hundred percent agree. I don't. I don't think like I've I've never legitimately had a sales job besides like I guess you could count being with first form a sales job, um, but it's more like just kind of referrals type thing. Um, but I am getting my real estate license here in the next two weeks, so I guess technically I will have a job as a real estate agent. Um, but I honestly don't really look at it as a job. It's kind of just something I do like same with, same with, um, flipping the houses. Like, I guess, I guess it's a job. Like I'm a W2 for our company, but it's like, I'm an entrepreneur. Like I just, what I do, like I just solve problems and I just help people out and that's really it. And that's, that's all I'm going to be doing as a real estate agent. Um, you know, and same thing with, with when Chad's, when Chad and, or I start selling roofs, like Chad will probably sell most of them. Um, I might sell some of them here and there to, with referrals, but, uh, like, yeah, it's a job, I guess, but if you're just helping people out, there's a bigger purpose than just going and making a check, you know? Man, instead of calling a sales, just call it solving a problem. You'll, you'll be better off. And that's literally what first form says, like first form, like in, in the very onboarding of, of my training with them, it was basically, Hey, we don't ever say the word sell. We say help and we solve people's problems. If we can solve as many people's problems as we can and help as many people's problems as we can, we're going to grow and make money. And that's, that's it. That's really it. And it'll take a lot of stress off of you. Because I've, dude, I've been in it, you know, I've been doing sales for a little while now. And I remember when I was in Houston, I, I've been through that. Um, I was never unethical. I'll say that, but I've, I've gone through, through spurts where I wasn't selling much and I would get so stressed because like I wasn't closing deals, but then, you know, I would kind of relax and just be like, you know what, just who cares? Like, just do your thing. And when you chill out and just go in there with like, not that I don't care, but just more relaxed, just like, hey, if you're not cool, if you don't, whatever, you'll sell a lot more. Because like I said earlier, people can tell when you're going in there trying to sell. Yep. So if you go in there just trying to do your thing and find out the issue, your close rate will go up tremendously. Yeah. And I think one of the best things you said was if you go in there and are just trying to sell, people can see it immediately. And, you know, some, some people are, are awesome salesmen and they can just put on a face and sell, like sell you good. And, uh, you can seem super authentic in the, in the, in the, in the moment. Uh, and I, I've been around people like that, right? Like I've been in a couple sales, uh, um, groups and just seeing them go day to day and seeing the type of person they are, right. Um, you know, they're top producers, but you know when they're back at the hotel or back in the car and they're not on 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 whatever um they're not the same person and and to me to me you know it's just completely my opinion to me um you know if you're authentic you're gonna be the same person on the doors as you're the same person off the doors right and um i'll give a shout out to my my roommate mason um dude is the same anywhere you talk to him, you know, when you're at the, at the at the gym. You talk to him when he's in sales mode. You talk to him when he's right here. He's solid. He's the same person. But when you start changing yourself to fit a role, I think you're going down the wrong path. And I I don't think people will trust you long term. Yeah, like 
I mean, like for me, when I'm in quote unquote sales mode, I mean, I'm a little different, but the only difference with me is like when I'm not selling, like I don't really like to talk as much. Like I'm more, I feel like kind of quiet and shy in a sense. So when I'm selling, I have to kind of put, put my work clothes on and put on a face. It's not a bad face. You know, it's still, I'm still the same person, but if I wasn't selling, I would, or helping, I would probably not talk as much, which I'm trying to, I'm trying to fix that. I'm trying to break out of my shell a little bit, but, um, but I think like what Jake said about being your, being your person is no one wouldn't have turned that off. Like I've, I've told, I've showed it, I've called it out to Jake a few times. I was like, Hey, this dude, like so-and-so it's like, you don't have to sell your friends. Like, yes, sales is life. I get that. But it's like, dude, like that shit, like I can, I can see it so easy. And it's like, it drives me away personally. It's like, dude, cut, cut that shit out. Like you can be a cool person if you would just stop trying to sell me for no damn reason. Yeah. Well, I think, I think you said it right. Um, I just, I just lost it again. This is, awesome. this is why this is why we don't do we don't do podcasts at 10 47 p.m yeah but um oh yeah yeah you were saying you had to put on a face but you uh you're not putting on a fake face you're putting on a sincere face that just wants to help people right and, mm-hmm. and that's what i saw in the um when you were with with what we call grandma uh grandma house that's what that's what i saw when you were when you're quote unquote pitching them or just helping them out like yeah, you were you were playing a sales game, you were pitching, you were just helping, but none of it was fake or fabricated. It was 100% sincere and just wanting to help. And so I think that's the biggest thing. Exactly. Well, well cool. I think that's, I think we've done 25 minutes. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, we, that's where this always happens. But yeah, dude, 10, 10, 15 minute one, we'll call it good. We'll, we'll knock this one out. Yeah, I think we just... We start talking, start pouring value out. I think uh, I think people like it, so I don't know. Yeah, maybe y'all do, maybe y'all don't. Let me know. Um, but I gotta go to bed. I gotta wake up early. We got a long day tomorrow. Um, got anything else? Drive. Got anything That's it, else? man. Uh, no, that was, that's it. That was a good right. one. Sounds good. See y'all later. Peace out. Thank you guys for listening to the Capital Gains podcast. If you got any value from this, please share it. Um, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate it. And just let us know what we've been doing good, what we do bad. Um, if we do anything bad, please just let us know so we can correct it. Let us know what you want to hear from us. That way we can improve the podcast and get you guys the content you want. Um, and if you want to be a guest on the podcast, reach out to us and let's see if we can add some value to each other. Let's get ready to make some capital gains. 101 sound. Hey, yo, baby. Fuck what they talk about. I've been getting my cake and running wild since a little child. Yeah. Getting it every day. I'm working sun up till the sun down. Yeah. I'm getting it every day. These niggas hating, trying to see how I do this shit. Bitch, I'm not new.